0: You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy E-Man. Yo, what is up everybody? This is your boy E-Man from Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast, bringing you another episode, episode 112. And uh, today I want to give you a full episode dedicated to the playoff the, and, you know, the AFC and NFC wildcard playoff games that are coming up this weekend. I want to give you my predictions and breakdowns of each game. And of course, I'm going to I'm going to give you some, uh, some of my best and honest takes I could possibly give you, and to the best of my knowledge, and there's going to be some people here that are definitely going to disagree when they hear this, but um, you know, I'm all about honesty. It's your boy, E-Man, The Average Joe, and uh, without further ado, let's get started. Let's start with the first game um, of, the, of the day, which is going to be, look, to be honest with you, we have some really good games, right? Last weekend, week 18, ended up with a bang, all right? You know, Pittsburgh... Making the playoffs, waiting to see if there was going to be a tie or a win between the Raiders and the Chargers. Went to overtime, nail biter. The 49ers went ahead and took care of business, upsetting the Rams, holding their own destiny in their own hands. It took a big game. I mean, there was some really some good storylines that are heading into this, uh, into the playoff weekend right now, into the wild card weekend. Uh, and again, let's start with this: the Bengals, the Bengals, and the, um, the Bengals and the actual Raiders. All right, look, the Raiders. Made the playoffs. I think it's the first time Derek Carr has actually been in the playoffs. I think the last time his team made the playoffs, it was when he was having that good season that he broke his foot, if I'm not mistaken. Look, right now, Derek Carr is, is facing a really, really hot Bengals team, all right, with a very, very hot quarterback in Money Joe Barrels, who actually won me my fantasy league. And also a great cast in Joe Mixon and, you know, Jamar Chase, Higgins. Definitely the talent is going with the Bengals side. I think the Bengals definitely have are the more talented team. I think they have the better players. Joe Burrows and Derek Carr both have never played in the playoffs, even though Derek Carr has been in the league longer. Experience factor in the postseason. Burrows have played the bigger games, man. He played the national championship a couple of years ago. So I think this kid knows a little bit about the pressure. He has been, Burrows has been so hot. Um, I mean, he's been insane. He's had a heck of a season. 34 touchdowns, 14 INTs, interceptions, coming back from that ACL, uh, 4,600 yards. It's been a really good year. Carr had himself a decent year, 4,800 yards, 23 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. That's a lot of interceptions for the amount of touchdowns. Um, Jacobs really finished a year hot. But again, the better team, I think the better athletes, the the better staff goes to the Bengals. Bengals have a suspect offensive line but they've been able to go toe-in-toe with the best teams look the way the Bengals have played the last games look the last five games they won three of the last two I mean the last one against Cleveland that they lost yeah nobody was playing all right Burrows was out Mixon was out you know COVID protocols but here's some of the games that really impressed me a tough Denver defense they beat a team 15 to 10 ugly game and they found a way to win Baltimore. I know they have Lamar Jackson, but put a 41 point on him. The Kansas City game, two young studs. They handled the great defense. Burroughs against Mahomes, and I think Burroughs stepped up. So right now, if you ask me, uh, regardless of how good Derek Carr has been this year and Hunter Enfro, and, you know, they got Waller from the Raiders' side coming back, uh, I'm going to put this one on the Bengals. I think the Bengals have the better the better staff. They have the better surrounding cast. And I think Joe Burrows is a better quarterback than Derek Carr. Very this, even this early on compared to Carr who's been here longer, but I think Burroughs, man, I think Burrow takes the cake. I'm going to go with the hot hand. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals and um, money, Joe, money, Joe Burrows. I'm definitely going to do that. I think it's going to be Cincinnati taking the Raiders. Raiders nation. Are gonna be pissed off hearing this, but it is what it is, man. Uh, I think the Bengals are a better team. Uh, they got slightly better defense uh, and just the better better team overall. I mean, Jamar Chase is a rookie that we haven't seen in a while. He broke Jefferson's receiving yards numbers. I think mean, the kid had like, what, 13 touchdowns too? Uh, you know, you have in 1,455 receiving yards. It's a lot of pop. I mean, Higgins broke out this year. Tyler Boyd had a decent season himself. They have a lot more weapons, and that's what I'm going to lean to Let's move on to the next one. And uh, who do we got here? Uh, next game, we got Kansas City against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And look, let's let's be honest here. All right. Uh, love Big Ben. But he's going to ride into the sunset and not in a winning fashion. Uh, the storybook end here for Big Ben. Nice. It was, you know, a very nice accomplishment. As bad as I've been playing, you know, it is time to hang it up for Big Ben. That he's making the playoffs in his last season. All right. It is nice for Big Ben. Hall of Famer in my book. One of the greatest, one of the great quarterbacks, one of the greatest competitors. I don't care what you think of him personally or whatever history he's had. But the dude deserves a, you know, he deserves a good career. And I think he deserves to go to the playoffs. But come on, man, it's Kansas City Chiefs. I don't, I'm not even going to spend a lot of time in this because it's it's self, self-explanatory. Um, self <clears throat> You got Mahomes and the Kansas City Chief, Chiefs defense who are going to, I think, annihilate the Steelers. Um, don't want to sound cocky, but you know, all year long, the Steelers have had a problem in, in, um, scoring, uh, big Ben, you know, he's, he's in his last hurrah here. He's, he's not the same big Ben. He can't get the ball out there as quick as he can. Uh, doesn't have a deep ball any longer. Uh, he's a competitor, but the party's over, pal. Patrick Mahomes is had a rough start to the year, but he's been doing Patrick Mahomes things for the last few, you know, a few weeks, uh, Kansas City turned it up, uh, won four of the last games. Uh, you know, they put a 28 on Denver. They destroyed Pittsburgh the last time they faced them back in uh, December 26, 36 to 10. And I think it's not going to be any difference. Right now, KC, Kansas the Chiefs, depending on Tyreek Hill, who may look as probable right now, he, you know, had an injury at practice and it looked that great in the last game. But, you know, I think he should be able to give it a go. And of course, you know, Kelsey and... The running game is is is, is pretty steady, and uh, and Williams, uh, who you know who's been a, a, an unbelievable addition. So you know, but I think it's time for Big Ben to definitely call it quits, and he will. And, and I don't think it's gonna be enough. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think Najee Harris can have a superstar game. I mean, this kid has had twelve hundred rushing yards this year, and it's probably the bright spot in in this team. So um, definitely. It's, it's, it would be nice if Big Ben can get a win, right? I mean, up to me storyline wise, yeah, Big Ben should get a win, upsetting the greatest quarterback right now in the game in Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. But it's a great storybook, I guess, wish list, but it's not going to happen. Uh, too much, too much offense. Uh, the Kansas City defense has been playing out of their mind in the last few games. Um, look, in the last four games, they only gave up nine points to the Raiders. Uh, the Chargers, uh, 28 points, but it was a tough 28.10 point, points to the, to the actual, uh, to Pittsburgh. You know, facing uh, Burroughs and Cincinnati, they give up 31 points and Denver 24 points. Uh, but I think that defense, like it's always been, Kansas City has always had something called a situational defense, and they got some people back healthy, and they should be able to wrap this up pretty quick. I don't think it's going to be a contest. Uh, I think it's going to be a you know 15 to, I think it's going to be a 14-point victory. Uh, let me see what the spread is on this. is about 12 and a half, yeah. Don't be surprised. They're definitely going to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers by double digit. Definitely has a sound sort of, of all the upsets in the world, right? But I don't think this is – I think it's going to be – it's going to be a pretty much uh, said and done. KC goes to the next round. Big Ben's career is over, and, you know, it's been a great career, and we're all going to enjoy him. So it is what it is, right? Uh, let's see who, who do we got next in the AFC, because I'm giving you the AFC reactions first and uh, predictions. Uh, so we did Vegas and Kansas City – uh, and of course, let's go hit. This is the, this is going to be the game that's going to be watched very much. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills against the um, New England Patriots. Uh, Buffalo Williams won the division in the last uh, week of the season. All right. In the last game, uh, New England couldn't shut it down. They lost to the um, to the Miami Dolphins, which, you know, they're a bunch of, Miamis are a bunch of more of a firing florist. But that's, I mean, I digress, not here or there. Uh, but again, this is mainly gonna be, you know, the, the new garden, right? Brady's gone. You got Matt Jones who had himself an okay season, uh, pretty much an okay season, even though he really finished rough the last the last, um, the last the last four weeks, man, Matt Jones was not doing what Matt Jones did earlier during the season. Um, and with that being said, I think the dude had like, uh, he was had multiple turnovers. And he ended up having like the last like seven ints in the last four games when he only had like six at the beginning of the first thirteen games of the season or twelve games of the season. Um, And here's the plan, right? We know Buffalo has Bill Belichick, one of the greatest masterminds in football when it comes to coaching Uh, and overall. The guy's one hell—he's a football god. But I even though, man, the Patriots have the better running game and probably the better defense, but they don't have Josh Allen. All right, who has been burning the last few games? And they've been, they won four of the last five, destroying New England in one of them and beating Carolina in the other. Then they face the Jets and Atlanta, which, you know, doesn't really count. They suck anyway. But New England has a struggle. They lost three of the last five. See, we have seen what happens when they force. Mac Jones to go deep and when they forced Mac Jones to make a lot of passing attempts and the rookie who was solid in making decisions and making the right throws and not taking the risk, it's going to have to take risk. And that's what Buffalo is going to do. Buffalo is going to try to rush Jones to try to get rid of the ball. And they're going to try to shut down running the game. Mac Jones success. in his passing game is because Damian Harris, Stevenson, Ronda Stevenson, and I forget the other guy, Bolden. They got three really stud running backs, man, that can mix and match. And then the play action comes into play, AKA like the good old days with Brady. You know, it's a Belichick system, right? Play action, run the game, great defense. You need a guy that doesn't make any mistakes. And that's how they win. Mac Jones in the last five games made a lot of mistakes. And that's why they lost three out of the last five games. And I think that's not going to change. I'll I'll give Mac Jones credit for stepping into a scenario, replacing one of the greatest players in in the history of the game and and. And Tom Brady, but uh, he did really good. It's a good season for the kid. Honestly, he got lucky that he landed in a spot in a team that great coaching, great front office, heck of an offensive line, great defense, great running game. And he just needed to just make sure he goes in there, studies, and don't make any mistakes. And he did that throughout most of the year. So it was a successful year for Mac Jones. But again, I think Josh Allen is going to be doing this with his feet and with his arm. He's been hot. He's been trailing it the last few games. He is finishing the season very, very hot. All right, um, and I think it's gonna keep on. This time, Mac Jones is gonna have to attempt the ball, attempt the ball more than three times. All right, unlike that game in in uh, in New England where they were like, you know, we <laughs> He only threw three passes. But I think Buffalo is definitely taking this one. Um, nice season for the for the Patriots. Uh, I think they gotta be around for a while with Mac Jones. But too much offense, too much. First of all, too much Josh Allen. Key right there. Diggs have stepped it up in the last few weeks. and didn't have the best season like he did last year. But then you also have uh, the running game being healthy. Uh, Singletary has had really good games to end the season. And I think that's going to be key. I think they've definitely got to mix it, Matt. they got to mix it up. But it's going to be, at the end of the day, it's going to be Josh Allen's arm and feed that's going to take them to the victory. And look, it is what it is, man. It was a good, it was a good year for New England, bouncing back into the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. Uh, the last rookie quarterback that won a playoff game was Russell Wilson. You know what happened, right? Russell Wilson was a rookie and, won, and went all the way to the Super Bowl. So, hey, it is what it is. All right, so uh, Mac Jones, um, I guess Mac Jones' uh, decent ride, uh, the gravy train of his first season is going to end here in the first round. That's it. That's what I'm giving you right now Towards the, uh, for the AFC. Let's go ahead and move on to the, uh, the NFC. All right, the NFC predictions here. Uh first let's start off with Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh you got Mr. Uh Jalen Hurst, man, who, you know, had a nice, nice second year, nice second sophomore year taking his team to the um to the playoffs. All right. And let's be honest with you, he's got a tough assignment facing the good for the first time. Uh I mean, the kid, the kid, look, we all know what the, what the knock is on, on Jalen Hurst. We know that he is a runner first, pass second. Uh, we know he has a problem with accuracy and the deep ball. He does have some good pieces. Um, Smith, he's Devontae Smith is a good receiver, had a great rookie season. Goddard needs to be used more because he has great hands. Goddard has Kelsey-like ability, all right, or, or even Kittle-like ability. Uh, I don't think he's been used that well in this offense, uh, again, because You know, Jalen Hurts has his weaknesses, but Jalen Hurts has ten rushing touchdowns, man, and he could actually change the game. Uh, But in this case, I think Tampa Bay, uh, regardless of no more Antonio Brown and Godwin being out for the season, I believe they they got this one. Um, Look, Evans is still around, all right. Uh, Leonard Fournette is back, Uh, and Leonard Fournette's going to get a lot of action because uh, Ronald Jones is out. And I believe their um, other running back is out too. So in my book, yes, I, I can never bet against Tom Brady. This is a pretty, pretty like no brainer. You got to go with Brady regardless of the outcome here. And, um, and they still have a really solid team. Um, you know, Gronk is still a great player and he is saving. This is what he's made for. Last year, he picked it up. He's had a really good season throughout the year anyway. Played most of the games, and right now this is what he's made for the the playoffs. And you're gonna see a big dosage of uh, Gronkowski, all right, Evans, all right, Tyler Johnson. Then um, you're gonna see a lot of Leonard Fournette. There's gonna be a lot of Leonard Fournette feature here, man. And Leonard Fournette had a heck of a year, eight touchdowns. uh, Didn't break a thousand yards. He missed, you know, the last few games. Um, But I think Leonard Fournette, it's Lenny time in the playoffs. Uh, Lenny is gonna be the guy. He's gonna get. He, he's, you know, he, we see what he's done this year. He's got to catch it. He's going to be able to run it. Brady is going to definitely lean on Leonard Fournette, and that's where the play action is going to happen down the field with Gronk and Evans. They still got Evans and Gronkowski, people. Forget about Antonio Brown. I know this is what they brought Antonio Brown for. If he's injured earlier on, he's here for the end, and let's make the table. Let's run the tables. Guess what? They can still run the tables. Defense is a little healthier than they were all year long. I think they're not going to have a problem getting by the Philadelphia Eagles, all right? Look, I'm not saying the, the Eagles are a sleepwalk or a cakewalk. They're going to do what they do. They are got to run the ball, the heck out of the ball with Miles Sanders, all right, with Jordan Howard. They are got to do what they do, the short pass. And then, they, you know, they got to take their shots downfield. But that's the only way they're able to beat. They're going to be able to beat New, um, not New England. They're going to be able to beat the Buccaneers is, is by taking shots downfield. Jalen Hurts going to have to take some risk. He threw for 16 touchdowns. All right, he ran for another 10. Uh, this game is going to have to pass for at least three, all right? I think this kid's going to have to have four touchdowns in one way or the other. But the only way that they're going to have some success is by passing the football. Yes, he needs to do what he does best, use his feet, make plays, no doubt about it. But the only shot they got is by keeping up with uh, the Buccaneers. You know what the Buccaneers' plan is going to be? Hit them in the mouth early. Brady's gonna take shots early, right away, so he could put him from behind and force Jalen Hurt to do what he doesn't do great, which is passing and def- you know and re- relying on his uh, on his arm. Okay, uh, great year for the Eagles, but I think again Tampa Bay still has really good weapons and they have the best, the greatest player of all time. Tampa Bay is taking this one. I don't think there's no doubt about it. All right, what do we have next year? All right, next let's go back to the NFC here. All right, let's go to the um, the Cardinals and the Rams let's keep it real here. The Cardinals stumbled into the playoffs, all right? Look, they started real hot, one of the best teams in the league, but they went one and four to finish the season, ultimately, even the, giving the damn division to the Rams, all right? The NFC West to the Rams. The Rams lost, okay? They lost to to San Francisco and San Francisco was able to get in. So, with that being said, the Cardinals are not going, going into the playoffs in the best standards, <clears throat> excuse me, in the best standards possible. So, um kyler murray we know what he could do he was hurt came back through the year we know what he could do all right it's going to be about, about how healthy but um deandre hopkins is they brought in they traded for uh sackerts for this time of the year for this reason for the um experience also but for another for another solid pair of hands and he's going to be he's going to pay dividends we know james Conner has killed her all year long all right james connor has been has been a beast Edmonds is, is finally getting back into playing ship after being out for so many games. But honestly, I think the Rams have the better team. There is a reason why they invested so much money and they brought in um, Matthew Stafford. Okay. Uh, Cooper Cup, triple crown in receiving, you know, he led all receivers in catches, yards and touchdowns. The guy has been a beast this year. Was there at the end. Got very close to breaking the old time, uh, the single season record and receptions and, and receiving yards. All right, the guy, is, the guy has been a beast. Um, but they have weapons, man. They got Cam Akers back. Michelle's been solid backing up Henderson. Um, Also, uh, OBJ has been a surprising addition. We know what OBJ can do, but he's actually been effective. Let's not forget about Van Jefferson. The question is not the weapons, all right? It's Matthew Stafford. Mattis, he had a great year. He threw 41 touchdowns, all right? And 4,800 yards. 4,886 to be exact. But he's always put great numbers in the regular season when he was with Detroit. Nobody ever questioned staffers' ability to put up stats in production, right? Is what can he do when it counts? And he had some really, really great games to start the season. Even though the Rams, man, they won four out of five. They lost to San Francisco, a tough San Francisco team who turned it up at the end of the year but they bit, you know. They had they had a, a rough Baltimore game, and they did one. They they beat Minnesota, where they should have like handily beat Minnesota. But in those games, we had Matthew Stafford make some really bonehead throws, man. Making you know having a lot of uh, interceptions that were uncalled for. You know that a, a quarterback of his caliber should not be making those mistakes when he has that protection. The Rams have a great defense. I mean, they put it all on the line. Remember, the Rams put the whole they they went ahead and they went all in this year. All right, Oop, they put they put their Chips on the, t- the center of the table. They went all in, right? Traded for Matthew Stafford. All right, got rid of Goff. Matthew Stafford, I think it's definitely a, definitely an upgrade. No doubt about it. Nobody's questioning that. He's definitely an upgrade over Jared Goff. Forget about it. They traded for OBJ, all right? They brought Vaughn Miller in. Come on, man. You know, you, you are bringing in some studs because you need to win now. And the time is now. Because the Arizona Cardinals are limping into the playoffs and I don't think they're 100%. I think Kyler is 100%. I don't think Hop's going to be 100%. They have some question marks. The Rams should be able to take this, okay, without a problem. They beat them earlier, 30 to 23. Kyler wasn't playing. Um, but I think the Rams should be able to take this one. I think it's going to be a close game. Look, the, the, I'm not saying that the Cardinals are a sleepwalk because when you have a player like Kyler Murray that can win it any way, with his feet, with his arm, because the kid has a bomb arm, somebody that small. i never seen. I never seen an arm that big on a player that short, on a quarterback that short, but he could also take off. He's also accurate. He is a great quarterback. He's Russell Wilson 2.0, or only a little shorter. But honestly, the Rams have the better team, better defense. Matthew Stafford, I think it's going to step up. It's Matthew Stafford's time, and he needs to show it in this round. Uh, he hasn't been successful. I don't think he's ever, he's never won a playoff game in all the years he's lived here. I mean, I think he didn't make the playoffs that often with Detroit, but he's never won a playoff game and his opportunity is now. And I think Staffer is going to come prepare and uh, bring his team to victory. So I think it, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty remarkable that that's going to happen. It's a great year for the Rams, man, but they, they invested a lot of money, invested a lot of money in this team. So, so that can actually happen. And here is the last game, man. All right, here's the NFC. Last game of the slate here, all right, of the weekend. We have Dallas against San Francisco. Now, this is a old school 80s and 90s throwback playoff rivalry, man, that used to happen back in the day all the time. The Niners finished the season very hot, going 7-3 and three in their last 10 games, all right? And in that journey, they held off the Rams in the final games, destiny in their own hands, and took it. And made the playoffs. Um, Dallas, Dallas is Dallas, man. Dallas played a really bad division, great victory against the um against the um the Eagles, but you know, Taylor Hurts is a plane and blah, 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 blah. And let's be honest, Dallas has the better team. All right. Dak is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Finished the season with 4,400, over a little over of 4,400 yards. I'm sorry, 4,449 yards. 37 touchdowns, 10 INTs. You know, you have Zeke who rushed for 1,000 yards. Nice comeback year, 10 touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb, who's a beast out there. Cooper, Amari Cooper, who's nasty. Wilson in the back there. Gallup. I mean, you have Tony Pollard coming as your backup running back, who's actually a more effective running back than Zeke is now. So... Look, uh, Lamb, you know had eleven hundred receiving yards. Their top receiver. They have the better team. They have the better staff. Their defense is great. You got Diggs out there who led, you know, who's I think I don't know if we really led the league in, in um, ints, but he was one of the top up there. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not sure. I didn't look that up. But Dallas have the better team. They have the better staff. They have the they're, they're they have the better equipment. Put it that way, and Dak is the better quarterback. Now, with that being said. I don't feel like they're the better team. I mean, I mean, now let me let me rephrase myself. I don't feel that they sh- have a great chance of beating San Francisco. San Francisco had to beat the Rams at the end of the season. Tennessee, who they lost to, Cincinnati, who they beat, great Cincinnati team. All right, Did some tough matchups they played. Tennessee, and they lost by three. They beat Cincinnati. This is in the last five games, and the Rams at the end of the season. All right, they got Houston, crappy team, in Atlanta, while the Dallas, I mean, played against a really soft, bad NFC East. I mean, you they faced Washington twice, and one of those games, a one from early in December, they you know Dak makes some really, really bad mistakes. I mean, turned the ball over like three times. They won twenty seven to twenty. Then they faced the Giants 21 to 6. That wasn't a great performance either against the, the crappy Giants. They couldn't move the ball. They've only like put up 21 points against the Giants, which is disgraceful. They routed the 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 Redskins again. They lost to Arizona. Okay. Again, Dak made a couple of plays there that were questionable. They routed Philly without Jalen Hurst. So based on the competition, and I think the San Francisco 49ers have played the tougher teams. The other reason why I think the 49ers is going to be the upset of the weekend, this is the upset of the weekend. This is my upset. I'm calling this is my upset of the whole playoffs, all right, of the uh, wild card round. It's the 49ers are going to beat Dallas. That's my upset call. When Jimmy G is good, then the 49ers are good. And the combination of how they run the ball with Elijah Mitchell, all right, even the other day, what's his name? Uh, The Jet McKinnon got into the end zone. But also Debo Samuel, the switchblade is what I like to call him. This guy can catch it. I mean, this guy had 1,400, he had 1400 receiving yards. And I think he rushed for like another five or – I think he rushed for like another six or seven touchdowns. I don't know what the reason. I know he caught, he caught six. He threw one the other day. But when you have a weapon like that, that they're going disguise, and their defense, even though hasn't been the San Francisco defense that took them to the playoffs and the Super Bowl a couple of years ago – the last five games of holding teams on the 300 yards, 278 to be exact, more or less. I know it's not a great number, but they're running they're holding team in total offense, which is not bad. If you could do that to Dallas, if they could hold Dallas under 300 total offense offensive yards, San Francisco is taking this game. Look, I know. I'm going to be a little biased. I'm a Giants fan. I want Dallas to lose, but I'm, I'm keeping it real, though. I think San Francisco is a really bad matchup for Dallas. Dallas did not want to face this team in the first round. This is not going to be an easy game. Uh, I think I think Jimmy G is going to have one of those good Jimmy G performances. I mean, we have the good Jimmy G. Everything is great. But there's also the really bad Jimmy G, all right? Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think this one's going to be the good Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that offensive line is going to protect them. And they're going to pound and ground this ball. And they're going to, they're going to take shots to Dallas early on. You know, we're going to see what... All that money that Jerry Jones invested in Dallas and the Patrick Mahomes cash that Dak Prescott is earning in that level. Let's see if he has the same makings of that kind of quarterback. All right. That's the main reason. I mean, at the end of the day, it all ends, all starts and ends with Dak Prescott for Dallas. The Niners, I think, have played a better competition throughout the year, and I think they're ready uh, to beat Dallas. And that's why I'm picking them. I think they are, they're just a tough out are just a very tough out very tough out so upset of the weekend is the 49ers are taking down uh dallas all right guys i appreciate you this is the end of the show thank you for listening and also i am gonna go ahead and post this in my youtube channel which i'm trying a whole new video and an audio thing you know i'm gonna probably do this into two pieces in my youtube channel because a lot uh, so thank you for listening. I appreciate you all. I am coming back strong in 2022. And uh, your boy E-Man signing out. Average All Sports Talk. Peace. Oh